Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Hey, welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff. Today we're going to do some news because, yes, we, sometimes we like to do news, views, opinions, and even some attitudes. We are the news now. Good morning to you, Jesse. Good morning, Jeff. We've got a lot of good stuff to cover today. We have a lot of good stuff. We don't know how it's going to fit in together, but we pray. <laughs> so right. somehow this is going to make sense and come to a climax for you today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we're praying that, you know, that that climax and stuff happens today. We're just saying. <laughs> well, you know what? All, all this stuff does fit in together, but it's hard to sometimes bridge the gaps between the stories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, but you know what? There, we we always want to report stuff. Like we have to report some of the stuff that's out there that's just important and needs to be talked about uh, because you know you trust us to bring you some news. Uh, but at the same time, we don't want to report the stuff that everyone else is uh, talking about, like the Fauci ouchie and stuff like that. It's you know. But look, <laughs> I, I'm not subscribing to that. Um, I I hope you don't either but I'm not giving out any kind of advice. Everyone has their personal decision to make. Amen. Did you make your decision, Jesse? I certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet it's the same. Uh, All yeah. right. So, Jesse, why don't we start off with that interesting article that uh, you pulled up? Yeah, so we had, um, let's see here. It was reported in the USSA News um, and it, it was dated, it came out May 17th of 21. Um, but it talks about how the Pentagon has created an unregulated secret undercover military force with 60,000 operatives working anonymously across America. So this article was posted by the task force, um, which are individuals, um, it's a kind of collective team of people who have been putting out this information. Um, they're connected um, to some of the individuals who um, claim to be working with the Pentagon Pedophile Task Force. So that's the interesting thing. You know, they're they're reporting on the child rescues, what's going on with that, what the um, administration of our, you know, um, I'll just call them our suppressed president right now. Um, they report on what his administration has done and what they believe he's still doing at this time. So they're bringing forward, you know, some of these things, um, which, you know, from my experience, um, what I've known is that, you know, we do have such a shady, um, you know, government that, um, is corrupt in all forms, whether it's the legislation, whether it's the House, whether it's the Congress, or, um, you know, the military. The, there's just been so much corruption, even through the judicial system, um, that has been get, allowing the trafficking of drugs and children 
to happen across the world. And so, you know, I really feel that there was just no other way than to have, you know, these groups that are not connected directly to the government or the military who are working as operatives to, you know, um, find, locate, and rescue um, the children of our world from these, you know, from basically, we'll just call them the swamp creatures. Um, so, you know, this article brings out some of the things that they give as supports for this, um, you know, that back in uh, July 2nd, 2008, um, President, we'll just say B.O., um, made a statement where he said, we cannot continue to rely on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. Um, so there's things from other administrations that may give way and lend way that there's actually this group of civilian operatives um, that have been in operation for a while to do some of the things that our military cannot do. Well, and, and I think there's another side to it too, Jesse, when you look at this whole defund the, uh, the PO, right? Mm -hmm. um, they want to replace it with a private army, right. a controlled one, a political one. And, you know, so this has been going on and they've been building it. And listen, when you look at uh, the BLM and, uh, and Antifa, those are just examples because essentially they're private armies. Yeah. <clears throat> and by the way, highly expendable. They've been hoping that the, uh, the second amendment guys come out and attack them. That was, they were, they were praying and trying to set up those false flags. Yeah. Thankfully they're, you know, thankfully a lot of our, guys are ex-military and stuff like that and they, they pray and they have discernment mm -hmm. and they didn't fall into the trap because things are coming to a head right yeah so it it definitely you know i think there's some credence i would encourage people to you know ask the questions to do some research to look into some of these things um so and by the way, task force, you know, I, I've only really been following them since I, I got to know you, Jesse. So, you know, what, seven, eight months now, uh, but they've been really spot on and they have an eye to catch the right stories, especially in the uh, the channels that they really watch, which is the, the kid trafficking and stuff like that. And uh, well, they just reported on North Carolina. Yeah, they reported uh, the through uh, Operation Carolina Homecoming. Um, the local government, that, or we'll just say law enforcement there, um, including U.S. Marshals, I believe it mostly was U.S. Marshals, um, but they did a rescue of 157 uh, juveniles, they said between ages 14 to 18. Um, the majority of them were runaways who were on the street, who were um, somehow um, involved in either drug trafficking, prostitution, or uh, child trafficking. So um, they rescued 157 of these juveniles out of that in North Car in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's a big number. 
that's, that's a, a really huge big number company. to be on the streets in one area. Think about that. What one city or town? That's a massive number. Well, they just had that happen in, in Houston, I believe it was as well, about a week ago. And uh, and Germany, I think we reported on this before as well, but Germany, they just made 200 arrests, mm -hmm. but they got the IP address of 400,000 subscribers to, you know, basically a, a kitty, kitty show on computers is probably the way I would put it. <laughs> right. And uh, so... You know, you know, in a big number like four hundred thousand, there's some big prominent names on there. They're right. they're not all uh, basement dwellers. There's there's going to be pastors. There's going to be teachers. There's yeah. going to be politicians. There's going to be banksters. You know, it's, yeah, uh, it's going to be huge. You know, there's going to be a lot of people who are involved in that, and you know, and and that went out um, during our, you know suppressed uh president's uh administration you know where he he made that law that um you know monitored or set up programs so that they could go after those who were um you know producing or airing kitty shows um and uh you know that they could be prosecuted for such things so yeah. yeah, and Pompeo so we're seeing the results it. of that. Yeah. You know, and, and listen, Pompeo is a good guy. I don't. I know some people think differently. Uh, Pompeo is a good guy. I feel it in my heart. And uh, you know, they set up this entire department to do it. And so, you know, the the acting uh, Pedotis, you can't just come in and close something like that down, no, right? No. Yeah. They they set it up, and you know, because. Well, there, there, there's some stuff. The hunters will become the hunted. Trust me. Uh, it's, I think it's happening right now, Jesse. Uh, I believe I'm, you know, I believe some of the stuff we're seeing, you know, we're still seeing the rescues happening. You know, we're still getting that information. If, if people watch justice.gov um, and there's a press room there, you know, you can see how many arrests are still continuing to happen in the prosecution. So you know, I look at the numbers. I look at what's happening. In, and CEO is stepping down still. Yeah. And 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 look at the exposure, like uh, that uh, that Facebook just took. Um, you know, <laughs> they're rating you you based on if you're favorable towards the Fauci ouchy or not. Yeah. <laughs> right. I wonder and, if those of us who don't put anything up at all, I wonder what. <laughs> what the rating is because I, yeah. I don't give it i that's one of the topics i just don't focus on at all so i haven't i don't have things that i've really passed on about that or not so it'd be interesting to see how that throws off algorithms if you don't give yeah, it well, at all. But, well right now you can't even play 45's voice online anymore they'll take your channel down it's gotten bad but hey yeah. speaking of speaking of 45 he just did an interview, Jesse, with OAN, which is one of the best news networks out there. It's one of the trusted ones I do. By the way, I just should list them out. Uh, the Epic Times, I think, is also good. Uh, Gateway Pundit has been surprisingly good uh, yeah. recently. So, you know, these are kind of some news outlets that we look at and, and perhaps you might want to as well. Uh, but he just did an interview and, of course, you know, 
talking about the selections and things like that. Um, there is no 2022 or 2024. You have to understand that. It, if, if, it sounds if, like that's what he's saying. That yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. And I've been waiting for him to say it. So he goes, he says, no, no, no. There's actually more immediacy. Um, we can't wait much longer. Something has to happen almost immediately. Yeah. And so he wasn't talking about 2022. He wasn't talking about 2024. He's talking about like happening really, really soon. And then the, the only follow-up question to that was, well, when do you start your rallies again? Yes, I have, we're going to be announcing in the next couple of weeks and we're going to be going to Arizona. We're going to go into Ohio. He's going to start in Florida. He's going to go to North Carolina, Georgia. Like, you know, yeah. Georgia. All the places, as you pointed out, where all the elections, the election fraud has been being investigated. So that's right. I think, where I think Arizona is key. You know, as we know, that was, you know, um, was called a McCainy state, um, you know, and there was so much with him that, you know, he was the direct person that um, Gunderson turned in reports to on the SRA stuff and was also the person who suppressed that information. So I think that it's key. Um, you know, we also know that, as I believe that he was the first, um, I don't believe his death was, you know, consequential. So um, I think he was the first and that that will come out eventually. Yeah, well, you know, the wrinkled flag uh, on, come on, on a senator's coffin, that was a definite message. And, you know, the thing is, is the things look really dire right now, but because when you look at what the acting Pedotis, uh, you know, blundering, uh, actually, what was one of the guys on Foxcom, uh, Sippy Cup Joe. <laughs> <laughs> heard that and thought it was kind of funny oh my gosh wow <clears throat> but like if you look at everything that that guy has done it's been the exact opposite of what is right for the country like it can't get more obvious right yeah and so you know if he got i don't know i'm gonna guess maybe he got 40 million you know check marks on a on a piece of paper that go into a machine I'm going to guess maybe 40 million because there's a lot of people just my parents voted this way. I'm going to vote this way and they don't question it. And they, they watch, you know, the Clinton news network or the communist news network, as we call it now. Um, you know, so he probably did get that many votes. So, you know, but those people now, like if they don't have buyer's remorse, like, you know, look, just look at the, just look at what's happening on the border. This is an atrocity. Hmm. And of course, it's everything that he accused the former of, of doing, right? But but he made it 10 wow. times worse or 20 times or 100 times worse. Yeah, I think it's all going to come forward pretty quick here. And, you know, it's, and it's interesting because, you know, the former he one has never conceded. Um, you know, and it sounds to me from what he's communicating that he's got some cards he's going to lay on the table pretty quick. Yeah, and, and by the way, uh, so uh, Scavino posted the other day that uh, and he showed a picture. 
goes, me and my two sons had the most memorable day with DJT. And it was a picture of Scavino's sons walking to Marine One. Wow. Which, you know, technically, if he's a former president, he would not have access to Marine One. No. And, and we know he was on AF1 about, you know, well, two weeks ago was a confirmed report. Yeah. And, and, and yet the acting Pedotis, you know, they never show the top of the plane. If you'll notice, they never do the out, the long shot on the plane. They right. never do. And, and I'm telling you, like, and, and, and if you watch Monkey Works, it's never been AF1. Not that I've seen, right. and I don't watch every show, but I catch a few of them. It's never been AF1. Right. Right. And, you know, as, as, as Monkey Works says, if, if he was out, jet skiing and and had a kite that kite would be af1 right right? like anything he does would be af1 so uh the prophecy of the two presidents that we pulled out on from kim clement (laughs) we did that emergency show god just put that for me so we got to be first to put this out (laughs) you know yeah which was amazing so so it's funny because the uh, the exposure is happening now, and even the mainstream media is starting to change its tune. Yeah. Well, I think they're seeing what's really going on, you know, and people well, are they've always tired. known, though, Jesse. They yeah. know. I mean, they're getting tired of the oppression, though. You know, you think most people in the system, you know, the way things formally were, they wouldn't be feeling the oppression of the system. You know, you get rewarded, you get lots of benefits. And I think they're really feeling the oppression of the system because the system's hands are tied because it's being torn down from the inside out. Okay, so that, that's, a, that's a little bit of a different take than what I had. And I'm not saying that, you know, that's a different way for me to look at it. But the way I perceived it, Jesse, is that's part of the dark side of the system. Yeah. And they're they're going down. They're panicking now. If you see the clips of uh, Joe Scarborough or Rachel Madcow, you know that's out there. They're, they're in full blown panic. Yeah. Right now, and plus all their ratings are like down in the dumpsters. Yeah. They're definitely not getting any benefits the way things are transpiring. Yeah, so, you know, I, w- the way I look at it, and look, this is just speculation, of course, but I think some of them were able to make deals and some of them weren't. I agree with that. Right? God have mercy on those who didn't get deals. So That's right. And so you look at someone like uh, Joe Scarborough there, and you look at what he was accused of, incredibly accused of you know, essentially taking someone's life, an intern's life. And uh, <clears throat> then he marries Mika, who's like, you know, direct farm related, you know, as deep as it goes into the deep state, you know, and, and they've even admitted it on air. Oh, people aren't supposed to have their own opinions. <laughs> you know, they do what we tell them. Well, we are supposed to have our own opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> right? Uh, I didn't know that was a thing, you know, that <laughs> I'm saying this sarcastically, you know, that not everybody was allowed to have an opinion. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, they, listen, they've done a great job. And just just look at how many people put on their obedience face diaper mm-hmm. and go around like, you know, oh, uh, the government says it's, it's good. Right. Oh, I should wear two now. You know? Three, four. Uh, it's still not going to stop whatever is coming through from coming through. <laughs> nope. And 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 the 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 thing is, anyone who got the Fauci out, she's still wearing it. Like what? Right. Huh? Yeah. That, how does that well, make? We sense? brought that. Oh, we were talking about that yesterday. Actually, you know, it's like how, I don't want to use specific words, but you know, there's logic sense, and, and you know, if you're immune, you're safe. You no longer need that, and you know, the chances of you, there might be some people who are saying they're just wearing it because, you know, they want to be considerate. They don't want to be a carrier and passing on just in case they're a carrier. But the chances of that are pretty slim. You know, supposedly if you got the shot, you're safe, you're immune. It's kind of like, you know, chicken pox. We get the shot and we don't have to do anything you know, we don't have to worry about passing that on to other people or not. Well, um, and that's the whole point of getting the shot, right? Right. It's that's like the whole point. And you're safe. So, if you get the shot, you're safe. That's right. And, and you know, I'll bring this out when you work with the hazmat stuff, um, you know, in the hospital systems, the most, uh, you know, the thing that carries the, those diseases and viruses and you know transports it the most is the bottom of your shoes okay but notice that we don't have to wear you know they're not recommending that you you know go into an area you you get a you know lysoled off to make sure there's no germs on you um or you're having to change your shoes from when you leave your house to when you come home, none of this is being put in place. And those are the biggest carriers of any disease. So, you know, whether it's airborne, whether it's on the ground, you know, everything eventually will fall to the ground. So, um, you know, think about that, that you're not having to wear gowns you know, that you take on or off. I mean, when I worked with hazmat stuff, it's like you have to, before you even enter the room, you have to fully put on gown, you put on the shoe coverings, um, you know, you Lysol off in some places, they would require that, you know, you have a mask, you have the face shield, um, you have gloves on, you know, and your gowns cover all the way down to your wrists. Um, so you're fully protected when you go in that room. And then as you're coming out, before you even open that door, they have an area where you're going to literally take everything off a certain way, throw it away. You're going to wash your hands thoroughly and your arms, and then you're going to walk out the room. And so, you know, none of this is happening Um is hand sanitizer, you know, a good substitute for hand washing? Yes, it can be, but people aren't even properly applying it all the time. You know, we don't see, like with HazMap, they're very clear in directions. They tell you how to properly apply everything. 
so that you're not passing things on. None of that's really been happening. They just give you the hand sanitizer and the mask and say, ah, you're good. Now, if this was a real communicable disease, um, trust me, they would be doing much, much more to stop and prevent the spread of it. So, yeah. well, you know, and plus just with the hand sanitizer and the, and the face diaper, those things, if you wear them all, it, it's, it lessens your immunity. It doesn't help right. your immunity, right? So it actually makes you more susceptible to things. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and by the way, when I said, when you, if you get the shot, you're safe, I was being just kind of taking what the purpose of it is. That right. is not my statement. I don't give out medical advice. Right. <laughs> Although I've been called a doctor of love before. <laughs> well, we'll have to talk to Giovanni about that. <laughs> I just meant love for the people. I don't know, people. Jeff. I mean, love your for idea. The people. <laughs> your, uh, sorry, I was going to harass you and say your idea of love, you know, was on Mother's Day to say to Giovanni, baby, you can do my laundry tomorrow. So, <laughs> 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 so we're going to have to talk about this Dr. Love. <laughs> I don't know where this stuff comes from. Honestly, I don't know where it comes from. I repent, Lord. <laughs> I so hey we we have something that could be breaking news jesse because right now it, we're going into basically the time of pentecost mm -hmm. and there's this blood moon thing happening right yep so you know that and god seems to keep to the to the jewish calendar have you noticed that? Like he, he tends to do stuff around them. And and all throughout history, he's done things repeatedly on the same days. Mm -hmm. So one of the things, and and you know, you just got that book, the uh the law of war, Jesse. So yeah. you know, I've been paying yeah. attention to it as well. And uh there's and and by the way, thank you to uh to one of my great friends who sends me some good stuff. Um and by the way, so she's married to someone in the military, okay, uh, particularly, sorry, National Guard. So um, that's kind of interesting. So just when, when we looked at the posts, it, uh, you know, would say 11.3 equals start, 11.4, and all these things, and we've associated them with this manual. So what's interesting here? is uh, so 11.1, so chapter 11.1, this chapter addresses military occupation. Uh, the, G the GC, Geneva Convention, provides specific rules for the internment of protected persons in occupation. Okay, uh, they'll just skip forward. Military occupation is a temporary measure for administering territory uncontrol under control of invading forces and involves a complicated trilateral set of legal relations between the occupying power, the temporarily ousted sovereign authority, and the inhabitants of the occupied territory. All that to say this. In so if we actually, so let me just make sense. So if we're if we're looking at all those fences around DC, and we know DC is not a state, right? 
And and if we think there was some interference from other countries, you know, watch uh, watch Mikey's documentaries, you know, absolute proof. I don't know. It's kind of appropriately named. If you look at some of the things that have come out um, and we look at the executive orders from 45, mm -hmm. it was probably going to become what? What was it? 16 or 19? <laughs> I think it's 19. Yeah. Anyways, um, if we look at all that, then we go to this. 11, so chapter 11.11.8. Disposition of accused and convicted protected persons upon the close of occupation. So this is talking about people who've been accused, convicted, gone through trials, all kinds of things, but their names have been protected right. until the close of the occupation. Uh, protected persons who have been accused of offenses or convicted by courts in occupied territory should be handed over at the close of occupation to the relevant with relevant records to the authorities of the liberated territory. Now, from what this person is saying in this is the occupation actually ends this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what they, they're saying. So look, I, I'm not saying there's gonna be the list of names. I'm not saying the big shocker is coming. But, you know, Jesse and I, and, and even we've de described on air, look, I, the Lord gave me this big download and I know something is going to happen yeah. by summer. Like but, when I mean by summer, by June 21st, like something is going to happen. I can't tell you what it is because I don't know for sure. I got some ideas. Right. Um, I'm thinking it's a, the kind of, oh, oh my goodness. Hmm. You know what? Okay, so just a little bit separate. But Jesse, I, when we first started talking before we went on air, I told you I woke up at midnight. I've been awake <laughs> since midnight today, uh, last night. And so, you know, the, when I get up, I think, okay, what are you going to tell me, Lord? Mm -hmm. But there was a word that came to me before I even got out of bed. Hmm. And I just remembered it now. Durham. Wow. I literally don't know what that means. I think I can associate it with John Durham. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, uh, I just, I don't know. There, there's something coming See? together. Jesse, I feel it in the spirit. Yeah. And plus in a, in a couple or a few weeks, we're going to do a, a pretty big disclose to our audience. Yeah. We're just warming you up for it. We are. Yep. But but by the way, for the ones who've really been following the show, we've basically laid it out for you already. Mm -hmm. We we really have. Um, pay attention, light to dark, galactic council, or dark to light, galactic council, things and uh, and those and you know the pieces will come together for you. And don't forget our uh, our good architectural friends, the guys with the geometry compasses. <laughs> right, <laughs> I like that. Architectural friends. Oh, weird. You know they would. 
as they meditate on things, they look at the perfect man who is squared. So we just have to think of all the squares. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, you know what? There's something I want to read to you. Here it is. Uh, you know what? I, maybe I shouldn't read it because I don't have his permission, but uh, Outland Child, uh, you know, the guy who put out that five-hour video on the Masons did an extremely good job. The X-Factor winner guy. Mm -hmm. So I've been pursuing him, trying to get him on the show, and, and he, he declined. Um, he says he just wants to focus now. He put out everything he wants to put out, and now he's just ministering. He just want, only wants to do ministry, and I respect that. Yeah. Um, but he actually wrote the most beautiful personalized letter. Um, and even to, to you and I, uh, Jesse, um, saying, listen, I love what you guys are doing. Um, I love your show. Um, but I just, I feel like put it out and I just need, just want to do ministry. He wants to, you know, basically, uh, kick the, the dust from the bottom of your feet and, uh, and move on. Right. Wait. And uh, so I'm still going to pursue him because there's a couple things that I know he was supposed to put out. He didn't. And I don't even know him, but I know this in the spirit and he needs to come on the show. So I'm going to write him back a nice little letter and let him know. Yeah. But listen, this week we could have some bombs. There could be. I'm hoping for big ones. Yeah. I, you know, maybe that first arrest, the one that will shock the world. That's right. And, and you know, yeah, the July by July 22nd, that there's several things that correlate with that. So there's going to be a lot of stuff happening this summer. Listen, folks, this thing isn't dragging on until 2022. You know, it can't because it's over then. You know, <laughs> it's right. over. Go visit your uh, local supply place and, uh, you know, because you're not going to be able to buy or sell soon right. if, if this thing doesn't uh, buy us a couple of years. So, um, All right. Well, was there anything else you wanted to cover today, Jeff? Well, I did want to make an announcement on Thursday's show. And yeah. Jesse, you're going to be traveling, but you said you could be here, right? Yeah. Most likely. Yep. I'm going to plan to be here. So We have Sheriff Mack on. Now, Sheriff Mack's been doing something really incredible out there, um, and he's getting the word out, and he's formed this coalition between sheriffs and in private citizens, and I've watched a few of his interviews, and no one's asked him the questions that I'm going to ask. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a great discussion. It's going to be a great discussion, and uh, and by the way, we're all on the same team. You know, I'm, I'm we're privileged to have him come on, and it will be a very respectful interview. Obviously, we're yeah. on the same team, uh, so that's important. Just remember, this is the last week uh, with Right on You, creating wealth through stewarding. Before the price goes up, one hundred dollars is going up to two ninety seven as of June first yeah so, so well you can and there's we we're always adding updates to that and tips and different things that are helpful to people so it's well worth that's right and yeah and i'm going to be making a couple of videos this week for it as well so 
Uh, I'll probably leak, put them out one, one this week, one next week, but we're definitely making some videos. Oh, Jesse, the last thing we should talk about the army a little bit, yes. because listen, the army, we've got so many people coming into it. And because of some of the security that we have to do, it's taking time to do vetting. I know some of you have been waiting a long time. Don't send the emails to me. Uh, send them. To, they always put the sign up link in the bottom here. Uh, you want to indicate whether you're active duty or inactive duty. Okay. Uh, active duty, we have uh, people who go to the ministry side. And, and Jesse, this is really one of the things. No one has ever done this before because we're running two parallels. You're running the Illuminate the Darkness side. Um, and I'm running the communication side with you, of course, but, you know, really we're the respective heads of each side. Uh, but and we're, we can't have them mixed together totally, but we can't have them apart. And it's right. been a really delicate balance. And we've run into complications with some of our top people, even, um, just to make this work. And we, But we've got a lot of people putting in thoughts. We're doing a bit of a restructure right now. Uh, we think we've got a winning way to do it, Jesse. Yeah, I believe and, we do. And we've got a, a few key people that we're moving around. Um, listen, one of the objectives, and if you put on active duty, we we don't want you doing a whole bunch of jobs. And quite honestly, one of the problems has been that our initial, the real faithful who stepped up in the beginning, they got worked to death. <laughs> like it just. They like, and, and we didn't, we didn't even know, or I didn't, maybe Jesse did, but I'll speak for myself. I did not know how hard these people were working. And I and, think it was that nobody expected it to go as big as it did as quickly as it did. And, and so those faithful people just kept plucking away and, you know, doing what, you know, they, they were asked to do or, you know, what they felt led to do initially, but it was more massive than any of us could have imagined. So we need to take some time, just step back. We're going to restructure, you know, because we don't want that continued workload for people. We really want it to be dispersed where everybody, you know, spends a couple hours a week and really enjoys taking part in, in the work that we're doing. So, you know, we're going to take time to, you know, reorganize so that that's happening. Yeah, and we've got the structure now, we feel, and it, it's just a matter of slotting it in. Uh, there's a lot of people to move around. We, we've had a tremendous response of people. So thank God for you and yeah. be patient. We're building something very unique, very powerful here. It is a legitimate army. If you yeah. sign up for active duty, we will give you a role. And, and the thing is, is we want we want to put you into a role that you're going to enjoy, that you're passionate about it. And we've really given that thought. So, you know, if you spend two to maybe five hours, let's say on the outside edge a week uh, doing your duty in that job, it's joyful. It's something you look forward to do. And, right. and that's what we want. Right. And maybe for, for someone, it's, it's one hour. I don't know, yeah. but there, but to be in an army and to be active, you have to be active. Right. Uh, and if you, you know, and by the way, some, some active duties are just sharing the show, you know, uh, that really helps us important. out. You know, the most important thing is just keeping that information flowing. That's one of the most important jobs. So that's right. So 
we want to thank our uh, our top people. You know who you are. Um, we don't want to list out all the names because, well, love them. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's 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 a good good set of people, and uh, and we're really blessed to have them. And you're going to be blessed to get to know them as as you go uh, as well. And uh, actually, I'm going to mention two names in particular. I'm going to mention Terry and Sarah. Yeah. Our, our our personal gatekeepers, Jesse. Our <laughs> <Different> ministry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, they've just done tremendous jobs. And there's so many more, but you know, they because Jesse and I get hit a lot. They kind of absorb a lot of those hits for us. They do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thank you to Sarah and Terry. All right. Anyways, that's it, Jesse. I don't have any more for today. No, great show. Uh, great show. Remember, the links are below if you want to sign up, support the show. Uh, we thank you for doing that. We love you, and we'll see you on Thursday. Remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. And that's how you live right in the real world. Amen. Right on radio. Right on radio.